I thought you were dead. Sun out of your eyes and be yourself. Heard you were dead. She's dead, wrapped in plastic. That man's dead back then. It was worse than dead. He must be dead. Is this a dead man, Ducky? Wait, do I intro the show? Yeah, you intro the show now. <laughs> All right. Welcome to Roast Mortem, a show that puts the history into every day. Today, on Roast Mortem. <laughs> All These right. are the people on Roast Mortem. Good. All right, that's Travis. <laughs> yeah, Travis, thanks for introing the show. Just started drinking. Very nice. <laughs> yes! Okay, well, I'm Tom. I'm Connor, and we've got a special guest with us today. Oh, hi, guys. Richie. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. So, look, um, you're going to need to tell our audience who you are, what you do, how much money you make, Ooh. and the then we'll last take from there. four digits of your social, mom's maiden name. Okay. Yeah. Um, who are your lobbyists? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I didn't think we were getting that deep. You're a uh, longtime family friend, just throwing it out yes. there. You're not a stranger coming off the street. You're no bagel boss <laughs> demanding <laughs> respect. You're, you, you already had it coming yeah. in the rooms. So. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm a known short guy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not a random I'm not a random guy. short guy That's who has important. like a nickname. Uh yeah, yeah. Uh my credentials. Yeah, long family friend. Uh Richie married me. Yes. Not that we're married. He no. performed the ceremony. Wait, congratulations. Yeah. I didn't know that was legal in New York. Yeah. 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 Multiple spouses. <laughs> multi spouse. Oh. I'm the multi spouse. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah. Uh I'm a teacher. During day uh, and during the night, um, uh, me and my co-host Peter, uh, we have the Match Weekly podcast where we cover, uh, well, we did cover the World Cup to start off and we've been doing the uh, European leagues. Uh, We talk about the games, the stories that go on and all the depression that is, you know, being a fan of a horrible team. Um, the good and, stuff. Yeah, the good stuff. You know, the good stuff is sports, uh, as you can see the bags over my eyes. Um, <laughs> and I also uh, appear a lot on uh, just talking resume here, uh, the Hoppy Boys with my uh, good college buds who, uh, as they say, drink suds. <laughs> and we just rate lovely beers and uh, talk about drinking stories. That's good. Yeah. Wonderful. Sports, yeah. and drinking, sports and drinking, they're yeah. really the same thing. I mean, I'm trying to hit a wide audience, clearly. Right. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> and you mentioned uh, drinking suds. Is that like what I do in the shower and I eat those little candy bars in there <laughs> that oh, I man. find? You're allowed to have candy in the shower? <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, They're a little bit tangy. It's a little tangy. But, uh... <laughs> it's a Dove bars, man. Yeah, Everyone Dove bars, dude. Dove bar. Yeah, who doesn't yeah. love a good Dove? Yeah, I love the pink colored yeah. Doves. <laughs> the strawberry flavor. Yeah. <laughs> So, so I gotta ask, what is your the the team that you support that makes you you know feel bad all the time? Because I'm assuming uh, all every sports fan I talk to is just about them feeling bad. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's fair. Uh, I support uh, Everton Football Club uh, in England um, since 2010. Um, they were always the uh, team that didn't have enough money, uh, shot above their weight. Uh, were always close, you know. Uh, Underdog. No cigar. Yeah. Underdog. Plucky yeah, yeah, yeah. underdogs. And then uh, in the past couple of years, they got a new owner. We're thinking, wow, we got money. We're going to be able to buy big players. Uh, and he just kind of splashed the cash nowhere. And we are now bottom of the league. 
uh, and people are just rioting. And if I go on social media, I just get absolutely depressed. They're like, <laughs> everybody's just cursing out different, like, oh, it's the board's problem. It's the fans' problem. The board's like, they made like this crazy allegation that one of the uh, board members was put in a headlock after a game. <laughs> so then they stopped going to games and there's been no police report or anything. They're just trying to make the fans look bad. And I'm just like, God. Makes it really tough to root for him. Yeah, yeah. really, really tough. That's really such tough. a bizarre thing. Like, it's obviously the fans' fault. Yeah, yeah. Go that. <laughs> it's the hundred percent. It's the third party in this that's yeah. just watching. Literally, yeah. the, that's all they do. The, yeah. the people who watch, they are to blame. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, throw them in a head. Throw them in a head. Yeah. It sounds yeah. like Everton is the last bastion of hooliganism. Oh man, if if that was the case, that'd be uh. That'd be horrendous, but it's far worse elsewhere. That's the crazy part. But it would be fun. It would be fun. I right. would like some more hooliganism. I mean, I only went to one game over there, and uh, my brother was with me who was watch- He was rooting for the opposing team. It was like a huge event to just watch our two favorite teams. And the entire time, uh, he couldn't wear his jersey because you can only wear them in one section of the stadium. And so he had to wear a hoodie and an Everton fan next to him the entire time just cursing out his favorite player. And he's just <laughs> shoulder to shoulder with this guy. And I guess in England, this guy's like, oh, he's a right penis head. And, <laughs> and I kept looking. I was like, that's weird. I just kept nudging my brother going. He said penis. He's like, no, no, no. Peanuts. 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 <laughs> peanuts. It's a peanut head. All right. Leave it alone. Uh and Everton, thankfully, won one nothing. So I got to hold that over my yeah. brother. Hasn't penis head's since. a good insult. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. penis head. Yeah. Well, don't they say dickhead like all the time? Yeah, you but would, I like. You would I hope. think penis head is almost more insulting than dickhead. There's more that effort. Guy, yeah, that, more that effort. guy must have been nobility. <laughs> oh, right, old penis head. Uh, uh, I was in a crazy <laughs> section. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody had monocles, <laughs> white gloves. So well, how is everyone's history, week? Yeah. Ah, you stole the bit. <laughs> <laughs> That's my bit. Well, it doesn't matter. It's ruined at this point. Uh, how was your week? Oh, I start. Uh, week was good. Week was good. Uh, I'm a teacher, so I just got through Regents Week watching. Uh, not a lot of kids come in, take the test, mm. and suck at it. Um, outside of that, just a, a calm weekend. I went out to Patchogue to see family, and I had my favorite pizza that I haven't had in a long time. Delicious. Plain? Del Fiori's. <laughs> no, yeah. Just plain cheese pizza. Yeah. Uh, Red Baron. Yeah. Yeah, it comes in the nice. frozen section. Yeah. Dude, that, uh, that one's my favorite. <laughs> Again, I love, go re- I, it goes, Red Baron goes great with those Dove candy bars I was talking about. <laughs> I would never shit talk a frozen pizza, but uh, no. Del Fiore's Pizza and Patchog, uh, best pizza I ever had. <clears throat> All right. Yeah. Well, you better shit talk something tonight. Okay, okay. I'll do my best. <laughs> yeah. Um, tr- I'm going to ask Travis this time. You need. <laughs> I need more time with you. Oh, with mine? Yeah. 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 Travis, how's your week? Uh, my week's been all right. I started playing that second plague game, so I'm still kind of my headspace is in last week with the Black Death. <laughs> oh yeah, um, and, and the demons, also? and the demons, giant yeah. rats. Uh, yeah, I've been playing that game. I just I went in like overdrive cleaning. I just decided to like clean everything, and I found uh, a shrimp tail underneath <laughs> my uh, cabinet. <laughs> Which cabinet? Wow. Under the bathroom, in the bathroom it, cabinet, right? It, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, it was my trinket. I have I literally a trinket cabinet that just has trinkets. And, and there's and a, a shrimp tail underneath. Do you have yeah. vintage Funko Pops in there? Oh, <laughs> uh, no vintage Funko, dude. <laughs> Those oh. got to be in a more protected place than that yeah. trinket's cabinet. That's in the right. vault. <laughs> <laughs> got to save these. Yeah. These beautiful so, yeah. pieces of art. 
nothing really nothing really to report here besides just cleaning and finding old shrimp that I ate. <laughs> nice. That's cool. Connor, how about you? Uh I had a great week. Uh I was in Daytona, Florida. The world's most beautiful place in the world, um, and yeah, was there for the 24-hour Rolex or the Rolex 24-hour race. So we Ooh. got there Friday morning, and for those who don't know, you just go. You get a four-day pass. It's bring your own beer into the racetrack. You get free reign. You can sit wherever the hell you want. You can go right up to the fence. You can go all the way up top and see the whole thing. Uh, and it's basically just a free for all because it's Daytona, Florida, and anything goes. We had a great time, drunk a ton of beers, smoked a pack of cigarettes. What was the most offensive thing you said down there that you're not supposed to say here? Uh, <laughs> that I said, yeah. Mm. yeah. Once he came back north, uh, I don't know. It's just like I crossed the Mason Dixon line and the memory went away. <laughs> hey, wait, Connor, what's do you get a? I see something on your neck. Is that a thin blue line neck tat? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's the ra- it's the racetrack, but thin blue line designed. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. We saw some. So the, the highlight of like being at the track is either the smoking section that is a balcony on like the third floor where you can see everything, which is where we spent most of our time. That's the best. Or the truck ride into the infield where you just drive past all of the RVs that have been there since Wednesday, and all the people who've been living inside of a racetrack since Wednesday. Damn. I I want to do it. I want to rent an RV. I would and do, it. Go down <laughs> yeah. and do that. Yeah, just need a few more Trump flags to really fit in. But then you would. <laughs> Why not? I did were see there, that. Were, were there any um, fights between the DeSantis and Trump fans? Not yet. I think they still have their truce going. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Trump's been getting spicy. He's yeah, but I think so far it's mostly just you know let's go Brandon chance or breaking out <laughs> rather than like any intra inter party fight. Yeah, DeSantis does need like that phenomenal hook to come in. Like, yeah, he needs he needs to be a little funnier. Oh, he's got no personality. I know he's <laughs> really boring. Thing. He yeah. just needs a little bit, and he can't like do the fake Trump thing. And then that's when you see the fighting. Yes, but uh, yeah. No, yeah. so far, nice and calm. I was going to say, Connor, I did see that picture you wearing the, the Packers hat and drinking a, it looked like a Miller High Life. Oh, yeah, High Life. We were Dude, drinking high you, life could run, you could run for president using just that picture. I think I'd yeah. easily get a Florida house seat just with yeah. n- just holding that picture up I mean, and nothing else. Plaster that on an RV and travel the states. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I'm yeah. saying. Hell yeah, man. Also, I would like to just review what our breakfasts were the three days. Friday, Waffle House. Oof, good. Saturday morning, the Cracker Barrel that's in the parking lot of the Daytona Speedway. Fuck yeah. Wow. And then the true highlight, Crystal. <laughs> Have you ever Crystal been to chicken. Crystal? Oh, yes. Crystal. So yeah, hell yeah. fucking good. Oh my tight. God. Unbelievable. It's I... like this fast food place. I think it's only in the South. Yeah. Um, they don't fuck around. No, and we went. I've I've heard that they have good breakfast, so we mm. went, and it was like White Castle sliders, but breakfasts, yeah. and all that comes with the connotation of it being a White Castle slider. But it was great. Highly so your your ass cried. Uh, I don't know. The cigarettes really <laughs> stuffed it up. So uh, they, okay. they were helpful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's after that first run that the cigarette does a big favor on the diuretics. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was a def- def- definitely a fun time. I think we should all go next year. Maybe record an episode about Dale Earnhardt from the location where he died. Dude, Ooh, let's get the fun. RV and record oh, from the yeah. top. There we go. <laughs> Why not? 
We should do it while the race is going on. You know, oh, like you wouldn't hear a thing. <laughs> <laughs> it would just be a drone for two hours. We could just film ourselves doing an episode, right? And sit on the RV and then have AI generate what we're talking about. Oh, and like, <laughs> and like the, yeah. deep yeah. fake mouths. Deep yeah. faking yeah. mouths and, and uh, yeah. just do like a 13-hour episode. Yeah, it was great. So, Tom, how was your week? It's fine. Let's go into the episode. <laughs> I, yeah, I want to hear about something uh, extra, extra American, which is not America, South America. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty close. America del Sur. <laughs> yeah, we went from the ultra America uh, race car driving mm-hmm. to, uh, yeah, the very South American uh, football uh, star that is uh, Diego Armando Maradona. Hell yeah. Nice. Oh yeah, to be clear, Richie's not just a guest. He is a uh, scholar. Yes, he's he our came in special with a script guest so- that scholar. Could, it could knock a fucking the head off of a uh, rhino. <laughs> All right, high expectations. Uh, I'm a teacher. I'm just saying it's really thick. I'm I take homework seriously. Yeah. Yeah. I take homework seriously. Thick. All right, so yeah, she thick. Richie, take us into uh, Argentina. Right, we're going there. Yeah, we're yeah, going we're Argentina. going Argentina. Argentina. Sure. Yeah, we'll be in uh, Lanus, uh, Buenos Aires, Argentina. Uh, where Diego Armando Maradona was born October 30th, 1960. Um, he was the fifth of eight children raised by a Diego Sr. and Dona Tota. Um, he grew Dona up- Tota? Yeah, Dona Tota. Wow. Yeah. yeah, so by the fifth child, you know that he's <laughs> the, his father's not screaming, Go! While he comes. Yeah, it's a little It's tiring. probably more like, goal. Great, they did it again. Okay, great. Here we go. It's like, I'm starting to feel bad. Yeah, I like how he's... I always like when, like, the, the fifth or later child is the junior of the dad. I'm like, is it, were they all older sisters, or is it, like, the first two sons he had a bad vibe about? Yeah. Yeah. He's probably getting a feel out. It's just yeah. interviews. It's an interview process. I like this one's face. Yes. <laughs> I will give him my name. Yeah. <laughs> This is the most handsome of my sons. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, in, uh, in Buenos Aires, uh, he grew up in a poor but very close-knit household. Uh, he would eventually receive his first soccer ball at the age of three, uh, and he would become devoted uh, to the game of football, uh, so much so that he uh, slept with the ball inside his shirt for nearly six months. Uh, inside the shirt. Sus! Sus! <laughs> Dude, wasn't he trying to pretend to be pregnant? Like a little girl? Yeah, that's I what mean, I do. Baby's coming! That's a very classic, like, three-year-old boy thing to do, is yeah. to stick Just a ball up your shirt keep it in the like, shirt. I'm pregnant. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it said he feared uh, that it would be stolen, but not really a good hiding spot, but kids aren't good with hiding spots. No. So, I mean, Argentina, around the time he's born, I'm assuming it's all thieves. Oh. <laughs> no, it's, the, it's 1960, they're all German. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thieves and Germans. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> great, great neighborhood. Yeah. Would you like to try some of this art that we stole? <laughs> I have it in the woods. Diego, where's the ball? <laughs> Is it under your shirt again? Yeah. I'll Did you, you have a gold tooth breakfast? for it. <laughs> my, my, you can't be pregnant. I, I don't, uh, I don't blame him. I know so, what it's like. Yeah. Sleep so, with one eye open. Oh, you're telling that? me that basically you're telling me he's Hitler's uh, cloned son. Travis, what are you talking about? Yeah, come on. Hitler he's... is dead. It's clearly Eichmann. And, <laughs> Hitler couldn't <laughs> kick a ball if his life depended on him. 
Yeah, but that's what they changed. The Nazis went in. They're like, we All want right. Hitler to be a football star. <laughs> Richie, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Um, yeah, so uh, Donan Tota was not happy about this. Um, he was sometimes seized by his mother, wanted him to concentrate on his studies in order to be a professional accountant. Uh, <laughs> and it didn't take much time before she finally realized, you know, that was clearly not the case. Professional accountant, multiple sources, said had to the, say that specific. All right. <laughs> From a young age. Young I, like, age. And like yeah. three, like at three, she's like, you're, you're the accountant. Like, yeah. Yeah. Do the numbers, do yeah. the numbers. <laughs> um, yeah, eventually uh, he would get into playing for a team at uh, eight years old uh, with a team called Argentinos Juniors. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of his childhood friends, this guy, uh, Goya Carrizo, uh, from his little team called uh, Siete Conchitas, uh, which was translated several times as the uh, Seven Little Pitches. Um, Pigeons? What'd you say? Pitches. Pitches, like baseball. Like, like a football pitch. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, okay. All right. It feels like an acapella group or something. I don't know. Uh <laughs> It was a barren hard ground where the young boys played, uh, and they'd gone to train with the senior team, and uh, the coach, uh, this guy Cornejo, was looking for new blood uh, to come for trial, so his friend stood up and said, "Uh, Sir, I've got a friend who's better than me. Uh, Can I bring him in next week? And uh, uh, the guy was like, all right, yeah, sure. Let's give this kid a shot. And uh, they realized very exceptional talent at a young age. Um, they asked him to give him his identification card. They wanted to know how old he was and stuff. Um, they couldn't believe how young he was again, eight years old. Um, and once it became clear that he wasn't lying about his age, uh, the coaches decided to devote themselves to improving his skills. They were like, Oh, we got young talent. They just didn't trust him for some reason. They thought he was just like a really short 13 year old. (laughs) Yeah. They're like, I don't know. Movie orphan. You know, you have like a 45 year old guy pushing around with little kids. His bone density is just like <laughs> phenomenal compared to these little. Yeah. He's got a beard. <laughs> I mean, I, I always I, think about uh, the bench warmers scene. Yeah. The guy just going up, he's getting the. <laughs> I'm 13 or something in yeah. crayon. I always thought that was interesting with soccer. I had a. Because I was over in England for a little bit a long time ago. And one of my friend's brothers was like on like the Sheffield junior team or something like that. It's crazy. They scoop these little baby like idiots, like right out of the womb. Like if they roll, they're round enough and they roll well enough. And then they like just groom them into their major league team. And oh, yeah. one, one of the things was that that kid couldn't play soccer with any of his friends as part of his contract. Cause he didn't, didn't want to get fucked up and like learn the wrong things from, you know, babies that don't know how to play soccer. Don't hang out with those idiot friends of yours. Yeah. <laughs> they might rub off on you. Sorry, guys. My coach said I can't play with you. Yeah. I'll watch. <laughs> I'll see how bad you're playing. Yeah, you guys yeah, suck. Just, imagine like they're, <laughs> they're in school and someone like kicks like a crumbled piece of paper and he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. I, that, I might lose my contract if, yeah. if, if you keep doing that. I'm an eight-year-old with a contract. <laughs> Big oh, flex. Yeah, I fucking... Mean, uh, getting passed around by Jimmy Seville. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I what was it? I had a kid in high school that uh, he, he was a pitcher for the baseball team, and if you brushed up against his arm, he would say, "That's my pitching arm." Oh my god! Yeah. What a tool! Ugh. That's a high school <laughs> high school team. And, yeah. uh, what Calm is he down. doing now? Does he work at a Best Buy? <laughs> no, he's, <laughs> he's a doctor. <laughs> Wow. Damn yeah. it. Oh, shit. Now he's got the doctor arms. Yeah. Now, yeah that's yeah. my doctoring arm. 
He's like, I, I write prescriptions with that. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, no matter what, I'm trying to insure these yeah. arms. This is the fingers read. I use for my prostate exams. <laughs> Do not touch them. I need you to be very precise. Fingers. <laughs> if you break my fingers, it'll discomfort my patients. Yeah. <laughs> Doctor, that's quite a knuckle. Continue. <laughs> Um, all right, yeah, so in spite of his talent, uh, Diego's short stature made the coaches suspect he was younger than eight. Um, they gave him a trial, thought he was lying about his age. Uh, Diego stayed with uh, Argentinos when other clubs would certainly have been more convenient for him. I think it was very out of his way. Uh, and as he developed, he first became known to the fans of the club when as a teenager he was a ball boy in one of the uh, like adult senior matches. Uh, and he was given the ball at halftime and told to show off his skills in the center circle. So he was just kind of like a halftime show. Uh, and he began bouncing it from instep to thigh to head to shoulder and back again. Uh, and the crowd just enjoyed the show uh, more so than the game, it seemed. <laughs> I'm just imagining halftime at a Knicks game where a ball boy comes out and is like <laughs> dunking from the free throw line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like hitting half court shots with ease. And the crowd's like, sign this guy. Why isn't, why isn't he playing? Doing those like Muggsy Bows dribbling. Yeah. I'm like, oh, look how fast I am. Doing like a, Har- a Harlem Globetrotters it routine. All, it's also strange that it's like, all right, uh, we're going to take a break from football for a minute. Here's some football. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's more football. Yeah. But that, I mean, that's why they're there. So. Yeah. But yeah. it's a little guy. Isn't it fun? Yeah. yeah. It's like you go to a hockey game and they bring out like the, the little yeah. kids to play. And they're just playing two games on one. Uh, yeah, like on each side. Yeah, just each side. On. Yeah. One's slightly bigger. And it's like, oh, yeah, the 12-year-olds and then the 8-year-olds. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm so glad that we went and saw the London Philharmonic. Now we have to listen to the uh, Lincoln Height Junior High School band. <laughs> Huge downgrade. Yeah. Um, it's like uh, I went to, I took Karen to like her first basketball game. And we had, you know, uh, nosebleed seats. And as soon as we got up there, she's like, oh, my God, they make the kids play first? I was like, no, 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 the game just started. <laughs> So they far up, she just immediately assumed kids. <laughs> she was like, oh, yeah. wow. Every time I've gone to a baseball game, I'm like, I thought humans play this, not ants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, baseball is the worst for that. Oh, yeah. Good seats, good seats. Yeah. Now, baseball is the best. You just get fucking wasted until it's the seventh inning, and then they, you have to yell at people, give me more beer. Listen, Connor just described being at Daytona, where the smoking section lets you see the whole arena. All right. And and in baseball arenas, if you're stadiums, whatever you want to fucking call them, uh, stadiums, um, you want to smoke, you have to go away. Yeah. <laughs> so fuck that sport. You have to go outside. You can look at the parking lot, maybe. Well, the, the true best smoking section is in Daytona is when you're smoking next to the garage and, like, watching them change the fuel and just put on new tires. Like, yeah. Uh, this is sick. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. All right. I, I stand corrected. <laughs> All right, so back to Diego, the halftime performer. Yeah, the halftime star. <laughs> halftime uh, monkey. Yeah, his halftime performances were so well regarded that uh, eventually the Argentina Junior adult team played against Boca Juniors, one of the most infamous teams in all of Argentina. So they have like quite a following. Maradona goes out, he does his thing. Whole crowd starts clapping along with all the dribbles. They're loving this kid. Uh, they're like, oh, more football, small kid, love it. Uh, they're not <laughs> chanting that or anything. Um, and he, uh, again, we're talking about how talented he is at a young age. Uh, he would play for the youth team for Argentinos Juniors. Uh, another wonderful nickname, Las uh, Cebolitas. They were known as the Little Onions. Yep. 
(laughs) Yeah, Little Onions. And they were so good uh, that they went on to win 136 consecutive games. Holy shit. (laughs) Damn. Damn. Yeah. It's like um, four seasons. Insane. <laughs> the crazy thing is it says 136 consecutive games and one national championship. I'm like, I, that doesn't make sense. To me. That doesn't track. <laughs> no, no, it's no, like no. Harlem Globetrotter status. Yeah. yeah. It's like, this is, you're too good. Just, we have to make a championship for you. Yeah. Separately. Yeah. We're always going to beat the Washington Generals. Yeah. There's no, <laughs> no competition. Yeah. They just show up on the pitch like, we're going to make you cry. Yep. We are onions. Yeah, you get onions. It? I like that. That's good. If you chop us, we'll cr- you'll cry. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm sure the other eight year olds were uh, hurt by that statement. <laughs> the other eight year olds are probably some other vegetable. Yeah. Yeah. The little to- oh, tomatoes. The, yeah, the bodega rutabagas. Oh, no. <laughs> I would buy a jersey of that team in a heartbeat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, so yeah, at the age of 14, he would sign for the senior team. Uh, he made his first division debut in 1976, 10, 10 days before uh, he would turn 16. So um, it takes a while, I guess, to come out that way. And he would become the youngest player in the history of the uh, Argentinian uh, Primera Division. Um, so basically makes a very young debut. Um, still in 1976, uh, Let's see. During training the week before, the manager uh, told Maradona he'd be on the bench for this game. But not only that, um, he told young Diego to be well prepared as he'd be coming on. Um, this is just talking about one of his first appearances. Was he still doing the halftime show? <laughs> just about to ask. Them. They just kept, they kept it in his contract. Yeah, even though he's like 15 and he's like as old as some of the other players. Like, oh, no, no, no keep him out there. Keep it, keep it going. Here, put on this wolf's head. <laughs> <laughs> no, they actually wanted him to stick with the kids' uniform. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's like, no, it kind of hurts. Well, <laughs> too bad. Dance. Put it on. Dance for Dance. me. <laughs> um. So yeah, in this uh, this game specifically, uh, his team were one nil down. Second half, um, Maradona gets called on. The coach is staring at him. Do you dare? He said. He literally looked at him and said, "Do you dare?" Oh my God, <laughs> that so probably dramatic. translates a little different. <laughs> yeah, but there's, I don't know, languages are weird. Yeah, uh, yeah. So Maradona would come onto the field. Um, his final words to the young protege was, "Come on, Diego, play like you know how, and if you can." Nutmeg someone. Wow. Oh, nutmeg. Incredible. Nutmeg him. Dude. For our fan- listeners who don't know soccer, nutmegging is when you uh, dribble between someone else's legs. Yeah. Super embarrassing. Yeah. Oh, it's not like just scraping a little bit of them into a <laughs> recipe. <laughs> yeah. What? That's how, that's a sport I know. Eat it. <laughs> Give me a nutmeg. <laughs> um, yeah. Maradona would score his first goal. Uh, two weeks after turning 16, again, a young age playing in a very uh, adult. Because he's playing league. against like men right now. Yeah, he's yeah. playing against like 30-year-olds. 30-year-olds, 16-year-old wow. kid just strutting his stuff. Crushing it. Yo, yeah, also like most of these players are also like probably smoking on the pitch. <laughs> Which <laughs> yeah, is like my favorite. What was it? There's that movie that The Damned United... About yeah, have you ever seen that? Look, it was pretty yes. uh, intense. Uh, like the lifestyle of of football players. Oh, and like the pr- early early this time period. I yeah, like I mean, 60s, this time period, the sixties through the eighties. Really, it was like go to the locker room, like drink a shot. 
and smoke a cigarette yeah. and then walk back out onto the pitch with the cigarette still in mouth and like <laughs> flick it, which Dude. is great. We need more of that. Yeah, that's when we had athletes. Yeah. <laughs> well, the way I look at it is like the the um, if you don't want let them do that, then let them steroid up, you know, up performance. But yeah. apparently, it's just everything's nerfed, and that's not fun. Yeah. Yeah, you got to worry the- about heart disease and concussions. <laughs> you don't need to worry about any of that shit. I want to see fucking giant men hitting each other. Yeah, that's sport. One of the coolest Naked. American football photos. Slid <laughs> <laughs> that in there. There we go. Needed that one. Coolest American football photos is uh, Len Dawson, who was a quarterback for the Chiefs at halftime of Super Bowl One. He's sitting in the locker room. There's an open beer at his feet, and he's just ripping a marble. <laughs> Wait, it was a quarterback? Yeah. Yeah, you could totally do that yeah. as a quarterback. Yeah. You know, it's like, <laughs> give me whatever. Actually, I would, with a quarterback specifically, this is a bit of a tangent, um, but that might be performance enhancing. Kind of like <laughs> how you're not allowed to drink alcohol when you're doing shooting activities, such as archery and like, um, you know, what's a clay pigeon thing? You're the biathlon. The biathlon, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but any any shooting sport, it's like you're not supposed to have that because it's a muscle relaxer. Yeah, no, and like, it makes it easier cool to shoot. Yeah. yeah. So um, football, you got a quarterback who's basically just aiming at someone. Ah, just relaxing. I mean, He's just throwing back and just going. Yeah, oh, I got to oil up my focus. guns, <laughs> brother. I got to oil yeah. up my guns. Well, who I don't is know. The the more modern day uh, <laughs> quarterback known for smoking. Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler. Yeah. <laughs> Always pictured with a cigarette. Smoking Jay. <laughs> All right, so we got a 16-year-old boy uh, going against men smoking at least three packs a day. <laughs> yeah. We don't know if he's introduced to cigarettes at this point. Um, but regardless, yeah, he's competing with these old smokers. Um, let's see. Four months later, uh, after scoring his first goal for the league, he gets called up to the national team. So now he's playing for Argentina wow. at 16, uh, which is an amazing feat. Um, he would be excluded from the 1978 World Cup winning squad. Uh, I mean, makes sense. You're 16, and the team's already stacked as it is. Um, but the next year, he would lead the uh, national under-20 team to a junior World Cup championship. Um, Following that, he spent five years with this team, Argentinos Juniors. He would score 115 goals in 167 appearances. Jesus. Almost, Whoa. Almost all of them still as a teenager. Um, oh my, could you imagine like being a 30-something-year-old like, professional goalie playing for like 12 years or you know, pretty good. You're at the height of your profession, and then a 16 year old like yeah. twat is just fucking <laughs> pounding goals. I'd probably like shots. literally shoot him. In the face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also, like the fucking halftime show guy is kicking your ass <laughs> at 17. Oh yeah, well, why don't we find more guys like this? Because, like, no offense, but sometimes it's just a slow game. You're watching, it's like <laughs> zero zero, and like I've heard people say these are the best games. And it's like, well, you're lying. <laughs> <laughs> to everyone, come on! I want to see some high scores. You yeah. know? I well, want to see that. No, yeah. I mean, what was it currently in the Premier League? There's uh, this guy Erling Holland, this like six foot twenty Norwegian blonde goddess. He Love looks him. like a Viking warrior it's come insane. back to life. <laughs> and he he scored like twenty five goals in like fifteen games, like an insane record. Amazing. And immediately on social media is like, all right, just let's just clone him. Every team gets him. 
best best yeah, league ever. It'd be way better. Yeah. Everything yeah. would be more fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean the guy's scoring hat tricks just casually. Uh, another question. In the game of football, is there a defense coach? Like someone who's just like we practice defense, that's it? Yeah. With the yeah, guys. Yeah. Fire them. <laughs> <laughs> it should be only offense. And you get a lot more American viewers. Yeah, just give up on defense. Focus yeah, fuck on the good it. stuff. And that's just what like, the world should be focusing goalie. on. Everyone is... should be aggressive and forward thinking, like let's yeah. get some fucking shit. Attack, attack. I want to see twenty V twenty two. Like that was the final score. Oh yeah. Awesome. I mean, and that's what the world needs is American viewers. That's what the world should be catering towards. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Pretty much. I mean, they have the most money. If we're not watching, coolest. it's not happening. They smoke the most yeah. Newports, yeah. so <laughs> it's cool. I mean, I always think Japan's ahead of us. I, I saw this on YouTube. Uh, I guess, you know, Japanese game show. They had two of the Japanese national team players uh, play <laughs> against 50 children. I saw that. Oh, awesome. yeah. And they scored against the kids. They had like 10 kids in goal with like big yeah. gloves and stuff. And they just kept <laughs> passing back and forth and just like put it in. <laughs> it's so funny to watch because like one of them will take off and he'll like the other guy will give him a really long pass. And you just see like a horde of children like moving almost as one organism like towards the <laughs> yeah, ball. Exactly. So it's always like, yeah, make these, find these uh, uh, supreme professional football players and throw them up against the weirdest shit. Like yeah. Maybe maybe the Burns ball model that Futurama. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like just introduce a bit of that. Like, how about instead of it uh, being two teams, it's like a team and like three guys with giant nets. <laughs> yeah. Or just call up the Daytona guys and start a real Rocket League. Why not? Oh, and if people die in the car, then they die oh in the God. car. <laughs> Take a page out of Daytona's playbook. Don't go to a, just play for 24 hours. Yeah, that's oh a good God. idea. Just play for 24 hours. Whoever's winning at the end of 24 wins. Like I don't know. Yeah. I think cricket beat uh, Daytona. That goes on oh, for yeah, like they, two weeks. They, yeah, yeah, they beat that record constantly. How about a little more Ted Nugent, though? Okay. <laughs> I We have a long script. Oh, yeah. We, do. we don't really apologies. talk about sports a lot, so we're trying to like... <laughs> yeah, we're getting all our sports yeah. topics. Hey, I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad to get your that's sports why you're here. I don't know a lot about sports, so when I... You know, I'm letting it out. You're I'm doing sorry. great. Am I? I'm proud of you. Tom, you're off sides. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't know what that means. <laughs> no, don't worry. No one does. Yeah. <laughs> off mic, I'll explain it so I don't get criticized for how I explain it. All right. Cigarette break. You're telling me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Just like aliens. Like, it's just going to be that guy yeah, with the messy alien. hair trying to explain it's like man and a woman, but instead, it's guys on a field. <laughs> Flags are getting waved. Things that were supposed to happen didn't happen. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this after looking back at this record, uh, he was interviewed later on, uh, looking back at his career, and he said uh, uh, this part was like the fast rise of his life, and he kind of was like, he wished things were a little bit slower. He feels mm. like, I think at this point in time as a teenager being a this good against again 30 year old smoking Argentinians really uh ruined the rest of his career so he's already pointing fingers at anything but himself. Oh, so wait, he's he's saying that he would have been even better if he had not done this or is he he's saying He's saying it could have improved his career but also didn't ruin it because of the publicity of like a, oh, okay. of a young teen getting thrown in the spotlight. Gotcha. Um, they grow up too fast when they go up against uh, 12, 30-year-old men. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he's basically like Corey Feldman of South America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got like a little, you know, Disney kid backstory, it seems. Yeah. You know, a little troubled. <laughs> 
Um, the Corey Feldman of football. I think that is going to become more apt as we go. <laughs> <laughs> the Corey Feldman of. Yes. Yeah. So, um, yeah, looking back, uh, you know, not only his accolades at this young age, but um, uh, a lot of uh, researchers, historians believe he epitomized the Argentine uh, myth uh, of the street kid with the skills to make his way through life with a combination of charm, cunning, encouraged, almost never to mature into adulthood. Um, so again, he's coming from this, you know, uh, poverty stricken background, being thrown into the limelight, being able to achieve things. Um, is yeah. he making money as a teenager or is it like, these are smaller contracts cause these are smaller clubs. Well, yeah, smaller clubs and also younger age. So it's like ah. at that age, you're not getting, so like, they don't have to give him like a senior contract, even though he's all in the senior no, team no, type it's thing. all, it's all tiny, but he's working his way up. Gotcha. Um, yeah, but I mean, also this is like Argentina in the seventies, so it's probably yeah. like two dollars a month. Yeah, <laughs> like sometimes you yeah. get milk. And yeah, like, oh. yeah. <laughs> it's like if you sign up to bomb the Falklands, we'll give you an extra eighty dollars. <laughs> yeah. So uh, he was at this uh, Argentina juniors team for you know his whole teenage life, um, and then he found it was time to move on. And he was able to choose between several well-paying offers. So as we said, all right. So now is now the money. Now the money's in. coming in. You know, mm. all those halftime shows paid off. Um, <laughs> He's no longer the Philly fanatic. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, all right, you could take the gritty costume off. <laughs> um, so uh, in Argentina, I mentioned Boca Juniors is one of the big teams. The other team, the rival, uh, was River Plate, uh, and they offered the most money to acquire Diego. Um, but they were trying to figure out how to financially fit it because they had two World Cup winning players in the same position that he played. Um, and they were making a considerable amount of money seeing as they were 30-year-old smoking World Cup winners. Right. Um, so although they could offer the most money while trying to struggle with these other contracts, uh, he would make his decision to go with Boca Juniors. Um, he supported them from his childhood, so it seemed like a smart uh, choice once they uh, approached him with an offer. And uh, in the same year, he would achieve his dream of winning the league title with Boca Juniors. So the same wow. year he signs, wins the league. He's like, all right, did it. So you're saying the other team, he they would have benched him a lot, you think? I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so it was like he mm. didn't see the offers. And then they were trying to figure out how to get rid of one of the World Cup winning guys to fit him. Because mm-hmm. they were like, all right, we're going to need a big contract to uh, yeah. acquire the halftime gritty. Um, <laughs> That'll throw off the chemistry. Going to keep throwing that yeah. in there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, he's he was only there for, uh, it seems like uh, two years. That must be a weird feeling to ach- accomplish your childhood dream at nineteen, twenty. <laughs> well, yeah. you're still a child. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're, I think you're, yeah, you're around twenty years old, and you're like your favorite team growing up. Your local team already won it. He's like, all right, what's next? Um, so again, he's achieving those fast accomplishments. Um, well, I mean, I, I talked about if you if you're a patron. Uh, I talked about this a little bit on uh, a little cruising down the road bonus content. I achieved my high school goal right away. Oh, I was fencing at the at the time. I was a little bit more flexible, and I was able to touch the tip of my tongue to the tip of my penis. Oh, you you did that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can all fencers do that? Uh, you know, uh, Tom <laughs> fenced, but not as long as I did. <laughs> I heard it, so yeah. I, uh, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I guess my childhood. It wasn't. Dream. It wasn't pleasurable. It wasn't pleasurable at all. 
Because it hurt a lot. Lower yeah. back. Pain. I did it. Oh, yeah. If the yeah. back pain outweighs the uh, penis pleasure, then you're, yeah. you're kind of back at square one. Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. A painful penis. So that's so yeah. that's that's how it feels to reach your goals. <laughs> it's like it's like licking the tip of it's, your own penis. That is so fast Diego, pain. Not Diego Maradona, <laughs> like our friend Travis here, he achieves his goals young. <laughs> And he decides they're not as tasty as <laughs> yeah. he thought. They were. Yeah, it's not the sweet taste of victory he yeah. thought. It's more of a brine. Yeah, it's yeah. fleshy. <laughs> yeah, well, he's very the, salty. He said the same thing. Needs more pineapple juice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So again, he's achieved everything he could. It seems for Boca Juniors. Um, so he's going to take a step further. He's going to end up in uh, Spain with Barcelona. Ooh, yes. Quite the step up. Yes. Um, so at this time when he's on Boca, is he like already an Argentine sensation? Yeah. So oh, like yeah. all of Argentina, but like he's still not like a worldwide known. It doesn't. It seems like uh, you know he's like one of those exciting youth players to like okay. look after an up and comer. But it seems like in Argentina, he's like made his stamp. They're like, oh, this is the right. the new boy. This is our new boy. Yeah. Our but, new boy. But they do a lot of like cross-border South American stuff, right? He was playing Chile, Brazil, oh, and yeah. all that stuff. Like that, because even the smaller leagues, right? They do that? Or well, right? usually it's like the leagues are by country. But then when he's playing for Argentina juniors, he'll be playing all the other teams. So like Brazil has their own league, right. Chile has their yeah. own league. So. Yeah. And then they have like they, I I don't know in terms of the history of like the South American tournaments mm-hmm. of like Chilean teams, Peruvian teams, like whatever oh, like playing, playing one each another. Other, yeah, yeah cuz like today we have like uh like North American and Latin American countries playing each other. They call it uh the CONCACAF. Yeah. Uh, and anytime there's uh, bribery or a man's bone popping out of their leg, they're like, "Oh, that's CONCACAF." Cuz uh <laughs> A lot of corruption in that uh, in that tournament. Corruption in corruption? football? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, that can be a thing. You know, uh, that's really cool that this is like a real global sport. But I need we need more American <laughs> sports like like baseball. The World Series is the world in just America. Uh, that's excuse it. Excuse me. Excuse me. Yeah. Mm-mm. There's a team in Toronto. All right, one Canadian <laughs> will allow you guys. You're kind of you're they're American. They're Come honorary on. Americans. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Joey B- Jose Batista wasn't he Canadian? Or am I crazy? He no. played for the Blue Jays. That's all I knew. I, I think <laughs> he was from Venezuela, but Batista, Batista, that's uh, Canadian. Wow, <laughs> I tried, I tried. It's the French. I was like, what Canadian athlete yeah. for baseball? <laughs> He's the closest you can get. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he uh, he does play for Argentina in the 1982 World Cup. Um, he ends up, you know, showing up at Camp Nou, which is where uh, Barcelona would play. Um, he meets with uh, the vice president of Barcelona at the time, who persuades him to join uh, Barcelona for a then world record fee of five million. I tried to figure out what you know denomination <laughs> of any sort. Just, just five. five million. It just says five million. It I'm going to say me. we're going to call it denarii, which is Roman coins. All right. Let's so five do million denarii. I would have gone with Je- rice. But... <laughs> yeah, I was going to go with Jeffrey books. <laughs> So, uh, a solid guess. If you're playing at home, <laughs> fill in the blank. Yeah. <laughs> Choose your own currency. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the, uh, Diego and this uh, vice president uh, would end up having a close relationship while, with his time uh, at Barcelona. Ooh. 
yes. Oh, everything is gay for Travis, by the way. Ah. If, if you didn't pick that up with other episodes, no, you no, may no, listen to it. It's okay. This is very much uh, a call me by your name story. He's looking at this older uh, gentleman while he's trying to discover himself. Oh, uh, cool. Eating peaches. <laughs> yeah, what doesn't help is that uh, the vice president is known as El Palusa, the hairy one. <laughs> <laughs> Had to, I think that was a perfect time to put that nickname out there. <laughs> How hairy do you have to be to be nickname. in 1980s Spain to be nicknamed the hairy one? Russian, that's, yeah, Russian that's hairy. Tough. That's a little tough. Yeah, I'm thinking like Chewbacca level. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, he's persuaded. This is while he's still, uh, you know, playing for the World Cup. Uh, he missed out. Uh, on the selection in 1978. Um, this this was mentioned several times. Uh, the coach at the time, they call him pragmatic chain-smoking uh, Caesar Luis Minotti. Literally, chain-smoking is usually mentioned with his name. And in 1978, he believed he was too young to handle the pressure, um, despite him, again, having the young accolades, the accomplishments, all of Argentina loving yeah. him. He's like, no, 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 too young, too small to fit this ride mm. kind of scenario. Um, but yeah, 1982, he shows up, nothing crazy. Um, Argentina arrives in Spain as reigning champions because again, the world cup that he missed out on, they won. So they're defending the world cup trophy, uh, in Spain. Um, let's see. After the crushing disappointment of missing out on a place in 1978, Maradona was desperate to make an impact in Europe. However, a below-par performance by the Argentines saw them lose the opening game 1-0 to Belgium. Man. The Belgians. Can't lose to the Belgians. Yeah, no. Dude, they're like below sea level. You can just like... (laughs) You can just like have them trot around the corner and they'll be out of breath. (laughs) If you're in any other city, right? You know? Yeah, they're afraid of water. Yeah. Well, it's... I guess the advantage is they're used to playing on a marshy, sodden field. So once they get on an actual grass field... Right, it's like like those ankle waves. Yeah, it's like moving in hyperspace. (laughs) Yeah, Um, yeah, so this Belgian game... uh, the issue for them was that all they had to do was target Maradona. He was like the boy wonder. Every thought was passed to him. He'll do something great. The Belgian defenders were like, all right, then I'll just bother. Stop him. I'll just stop him. Soft from chocolate. <laughs> He's <laughs> a young boy. He doesn't know any better. Yeah. Dove chocolate bars. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, again, we're talking about, you know, 1980s, the sport and the rules back then uh, were a lot more lax. Uh, it says how he was stopped didn't seem to matter. Uh, to the opposition, or more importantly, the refs. So they were just sliding in, literally beating the hell out of this uh, little boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny no matter what time you say it. You know, it doesn't matter if it's 2023 yeah, or 1923. That's a very Josh Rowland take. <laughs> Wait, yeah. Justin Rowland? Justin Rowland, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. why not? Well, it's his job to beat, okay? Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Um so yeah, first game of the World Cup loss. Not not a great showing for uh Diego. Bad start. Yeah. Uh the second game, there was a little bit more cohesive performance. They would end up winning 4-1 against Hungary. Was this Easy. one Hungary was a good team? Uh, I couldn't tell you confidently. Okay. Hungary uh, at one I think at it was one the, point, yeah, yeah they I were think in the fifties, like Hungary was the best soccer team in the world. Really? You know their, yeah. Yeah. You know their secret? Paprika in their water. Uh, <laughs> Makes them move real fast. Yeah. Is that right? 
Yeah, I'm gonna try that tonight. Uh, yeah, Florida was like, oh, we need to put ga- actual gator blood in their fucking water. In Hungary, you just put paprika. <laughs> what is Hungary known for today? Paprika. Uh, water polo. Water polo. No, that's Croatia. Um, <laughs> nothing. Is- nothing is the right answer. Yeah. <laughs> we should continue. Uh, so yeah, they they won this game four one. Um, Maradona scored two goals again. Still very young. Now he's scoring two goals at uh, his first World Cup. Um, and there was a hype because, again, he's the number 10. And in soccer, uh, football, the number 10 is like one of the most well-regarded numbers you can get when playing for a national team. Um, so, yeah, Argentina loves him. The world is now starting to be like, holy crap, this kid's amazing. Yeah, um, so he's on like a not just an Argentinian kind of level. Like the entire world's like, this is a young kid and it's a good young kid. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. This is a young little boy. <laughs> this is a good little, little boy. Nice little boy. How does this little boy run so fast? Yeah, and it's scary because there's teams going, "How much for the boy?" Oh, as we, how as much can we, we pay for your boy? <laughs> was that Epstein FC? Yeah. <laughs> no, he was 20 by this point. He yeah. aged out. Too young. Too young. Uh, but yeah, five million for the young little boy. It seems to go to Barcelona. Um, so yeah, they say this is when they were uh, the world was introduced to this. Tw- oh, he's twenty one by this time, a twenty one year old footballing genius. Um, so he's legally allowed to drink for twenty one years already. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> After this four one victory, he scores two goals. The performance served notice and momentarily drew uh, eye from. You know, there's again the 1980s. Brazil's also an amazing team. Uruguay, all these other uh, South American teams, um, and yet now all eyes are facing this 21 year old. Um, the final group stage, um, they would end up playing El Salvador. Um, they were beat 10-1 in their opening game against Hungary, uh, and they would spend the rest of the tournament trying to assure that no opposition player could get into their penalty area. So after being embarrassed in their first game, they're like, all right, just not get We'll lose, but on. let's not get embarrassed. Yeah, yeah. exactly. They're like, don't <laughs> let that happen again. 10-1. Yeah. Uh, so, Richie, I don't know what uh, you teach, but if you're a mathematician, mm. is, has anyone does done the uh, statistics between uh, <laughs> how stable your government is and how well you do in the World <laughs> Cup? <laughs> That's a good study. <laughs> yeah, what's the correlation on that? Woof. Yeah, uh, yeah, El Salvador is a little troubling there, especially in the 80s. You would think that we would be better at soccer here in the States, then, because yeah. hyper stable. Just, yeah. just the women's oh, yeah. team. Easily. Yeah. The Easily. patriarchy, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got too stable, and now we only yeah. know Mia Ham. <laughs> Still, it's the only American. Yo, she's player. Ham, though. I, I will say, I went to a. Like a, a soccer podcast uh, live, and they brought out a women's national team player, and I had to take a second and be like, "All right, I don't. That's not. That's not me. A ham. <laughs> it's not me. A ham. They're like, so it's brought her out, uh, and everybody's cheering, and I'm like, mm, I'm not confident. Yeah. <laughs> what has she done? Well, she's got no record. Uh, she hasn't done anything, but she thinks that men should respect women, and she is Vocal. sponsored by Oscar Mayer. <laughs> oh no amazing uh so yeah uh argentina against el salvador el salvador is just like hey we're just not gonna let anybody score on us uh and again as i said uh the defending is violent the referees are looking uh any other way but what's going on uh 20 minutes into the game 
Uh, Argentina were awarded a penalty because, again, they're swinging at them legs and all. Um, the El Salvador team, they surround uh, the official like an angry mob. Uh, and one of the defenders for El Salvador will end up kicking the, the referee. Oh, <laughs> this is a World Cup game and he swung He's his kicking leg the ref? Out. Yeah, <laughs> and he only got a yellow card. That's it? <laughs> he did not get sent off. He this swung is, at the ref. This is the 80s, though. You know, <laughs> I guess, yeah. It's like, yeah, you know, I can handle it. Yeah, yeah I, I love it. The refs were men, too, back then. <laughs> yeah, back there, like, everyone's watching Arnold movies. And going, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can the, handle your kicks. I the love ref. that band, Ocean Avenue. What a great song. <laughs> yeah, the, the ref would just turn to him and be like, eye for an eye, and then just, like, yeah, keep kick, walking. He kicks him back, like, <laughs> a yellow and a kick. That's what you get. <laughs> we, we play fair here. Um, but yeah, despite all that, Argentina would win the game 2-0. Um, Maradona only showed glimpses, because uh, again, he was kind of shut out. Hungary try- or El Salvador tried to match that of Belgian, uh, the Belgians and the Hungarians in trying to prevent him from scoring. Um, Dude, I know why the Belgians are so good. Why? Bicycle kicks. Because oh. they all <laughs> ride bicycles. Oh. <laughs> That's yeah. true. That's yeah. that's all I need. I don't know yeah. why I was thinking Jean Claude Van Damme. Oh, that well, too. Yeah. Probably that's, <laughs> I mean, I think that every. I mean, yeah, he yeah, pops into my head every yeah. now and then. It's all right. Standing like, out oh, on a pizzeria. Like yeah. <laughs> what would Jean Claude do? <laughs> JCVD. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they would move on from the group stages, but then uh, back then in the World Cup, they had two group stages. Oh, I remember reading about that. Yeah. Yeah. Where it it's insane. like, so you, you win your group and then you have to go into a different group stage. Yes. And then it's just the winner of just that group, group stage wins the World Cup. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that no, was no, how no. they did it once. Oh, no, no. This time, the, oh, after it's just the, the second, second group, group, then they go to, then they go to, okay. then they go to playoff kind of style. Um, so they'll go into the second group, but this time they're paired with Brazil and Italy. Oh, so slight step up in competition. Yeah, massive yeah. step up from El Salvador. <laughs> <laughs> hungry, goddamn, you come yeah. from hungry. Yeah, yeah the paprika, pa- the paprika <laughs> army. Uh, uh, so yeah, their Argentina would play Italy first, expected to be a challenging game, and Diego Maradona was shut out. The Italians played it uh, just as the Belgians did, um, and they. Uh, my research kept pointing to this one guy, uh, Claudio Gentile, whose nickname was Gaddafi. Because he had a mustache and he had Libyan roots. <laughs> all right. Yeah, playing for the Italian national team was Gaddafi. <laughs> I mean, this right, was back when Gaddafi was a cool guy. He was a yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone was like, yeah, Gaddafi. He yeah, he's got hats. all those chicks that kill people for him. No one's going to know that in 22 years from now or that time, it's like... Well, Some dude get... in a Yankees hat's going to kill him. <laughs> Someone in the CIA is going to make him look bad. Someone's going to say, hey, he doesn't like kids. <laughs> No, yeah, this guy's the whole time. He's like, I keep getting called Gaddafi. Is this a good thing? They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. totally fine. Totally, totally cool. Fine. He's, really he's, cool he's, he's awesome. Have, have you seen his shades? <laughs> yeah. It's really cool. <laughs> he's got great style. Good good hair. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we were also kind of chill with Saddam back then, too. I mean, he's a fucking cool guy, you know? <laughs> True. Actually, yeah, he's you're right. This yeah, is I'm when right. Saddam was the cool yeah, guy. Back when he was cool. Like, cool. oh, dude, Saddam, he has an AK-47 that's made out of gold. How cool? And he has tigers. That he's sick. killing Iranians. I still think he's kind of cool. I mean, he's dead, but like, you know, historically speaking, he's all right. <laughs> yeah, only he used World War One gas on his own citizens. Well, you know, the sometimes wind people the get way. unruly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so this Gaddafi figure... Um, 
was glued to Maradona the entire game and just fouling him aggressively. Okay. Just uh, kicking him, throwing arms at him. Uh, what ended up being the, uh, the last uh, draw was uh, Gentile uh, produced a stiff arm straight across the face while he was running at him. Uh, fell over in a heap. Nothing was really given. Uh, Maradona would end up yelling at the ref and he would get a yellow card for it. Um, and the game would end up 2-1, so Italy wins it. Um, and Maradona blamed it purely on this Gaddafi guy. Uh. <laughs> I feel like back then, though, they weren't as divey as they are now. No, not you, at all. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I feel like now it's like there's the art of the dive, right? Yeah. Like, uh, like Vinnie Jones. There was a thing where when Vinnie Jones was doing community service uh, when he was in the Premier League, he, he came out with oh, a yeah. thing where he was sh- telling kids how to dive properly. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, back then, it's like, oh, you got to blow your nose, whatever. That's, like, not even a card. Yeah, just walk it off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I like that kicking the ref is a yellow and yelling at him is an equal punishment. Equal punishment. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, because he was a man. He was like, you're yeah. insulting me, whether it be skin or uh, ears. Taking his new Newport and snapping it in half, that's a red card. <laughs> Get off the fucking field, you jerk. Hey, I was smoking that. <laughs> Um, so yeah, uh, it being a group stage again, you you lose against Italy. So now you have to win against Brazil to produce something. Um, so there's pressure on this game. It was a tight match. It's their biggest rivals. Yeah. Yeah. Big rivals too. Argentina versus Brazil. Um, what would end up happening? Uh, 85th minute, right on 85 minutes. That's how much skips there's. It's that tight of a game. Oh, there's cool. not many it fun was, highlights. It must've been exciting. Yeah. Very yeah. exciting. game. <laughs> it must've been a really cool game. <laughs> Zero zero for eighty five minutes. <laughs> Great. That's when, that's when I got to release like wild cats on the field <laughs> or guns. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Um. What ends up happening? Uh. Maradona clips a ball. Uh. Player Batista raised his foot, caught the mid- midfielder on the side of his head with his studs. Oh. Yeah. Yee. Um. The end of Diego Maradona's World Cup would uh happen because of that. The world's greatest player uh, sent off. He lashed out at Batista because of it. So he was red carded. He would get sent off. Um, and uh, it looks like, you know, he's walking away from the touchline. One of his uh, teammates, Alberto Tarantini, um, pulled him into his chest, ruffled his hair, kissed him on the head like a parent. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty questionable. Yeah, I know. I well, patronizing. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they did a lot of that in the locker room. Yeah, probably. A little lower. See yeah. if you could touch it. Yeah. Like Kissing a fencer. A, like a ki- fencer. Kissing on the different head. Uh, yeah, so Diego Maritana looked in tears, booed in Barcelona, uh, tragic end to his World Cup. Uh, and then he has to go back and play at the very same stadium that he just got booed in. Yeah, that he just got booed. He just got sent off. Oh, in. so the World Cup was in Barcelona. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I so that. he was playing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, and this is where uh, it gets into his nightlife. So now yes. that he's <laughs> now that he's moved to Barcelona, uh, I don't know why leaving South America is where you start your uh, crazy escapades. I just figured South America would be a good start. You'd think it'd be inherent, almost. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've oh. seen Narcos. It just <laughs> seems real. Uh, yeah, but in Narcos, it's only like <laughs> it's only the kingpins. You yeah, know what I mean? Kingpins. Like in Spain, I don't know, Tom. You just came from Spain. I'm sure you did at least a kilo. 
I wish. But you know, there's too much Chinese fentanyl floating around right now. So I don't ask. Oh, you know, true. Uh, we true. did get. So when you walk around certain areas of uh, Barcelona, people will ask you. They say, "Hey, do you want drugs?" But in Spanish or some shit. So uh, you have to say no because they're lying to you. So what I learned is that people in Spain lie. Mm. Um, Barcelona is a beautiful city. It's built on, you know, limestone and uh, beautiful granite forms and lies. That's what That's makes what up Barcelona. Yeah. It's beautiful. I mean, no one who lives there. It's like the L.A. of Spain, so I'm told, where no one, yeah. no, no one who lives in Barcelona is from Barcelona. <laughs> They're just there to make a buck. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, or a gypsy. Uh, who so if you're in, if, if you're in Barcelona and someone comes up to you and says "Yo soy langosta," you just tell them no. Right, but what I wanted to add, you were saying I just came from there. I'm sure it was very different in the '80s. I'm sure when you were in Barcelona, the 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 shoulder width streets that they had back there, they actually had cocaine. And they probably had uh, good times, women and well, Franco men. Franco just died, so they're they're partying. Yeah, yeah. Like, he, the, the bad man's gone. Bad <laughs> man's gone. Time. No, it was a very different like, experience back to the eighties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm I'm glad you mentioned women, uh, because uh, yeah, he he his love for the nightlife begins in Barcelona. Uh, this is where he starts first using cocaine. Um, he was famously famously always surrounded by a clan of friends. Uh, and they would party until the early hours of the morning. And now again, this is his first year playing in Spain. He would end up missing a significant chunk of his first season uh, with hepatitis. Oh, no <laughs> shit. Oh, <my> <laughs> oh, yeah, buddy. <laughs> so, youngest athlete, most expensive purchase. Big superstar. Big superstar, first season. Why is he always out? <laughs> you know... Uh, Anyone could get hepatitis. We know that. Um, <laughs> at least he didn't have to explain away hangovers. Yeah. Because he could have very well. That's kind of how I was imagining it before you, you dropped the big H there. <laughs> well, the smaller H. The small <laughs> H. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lower Dude, honestly, Not the that's lifetime what, H. Yeah. <laughs> when you're playing like peewee soccer, that's why they give you those orange slices, because oranges get rid of hepatitis. Is that it? Yeah, you're yeah. just out there. Oh. You're, I, you're, you're there uh, before you're... You're able to sweat bumping into other people. I thought it was the scurvy. I thought that's why. They <laughs> no, let's lemons, oh, hepatitis, no. oranges. So the, the origin of a soccer mom was just to prevent your prevent your child from getting hepatitis. I don't care if you score, honey. Just eat the damn slice. You're filthy. Don't cl don't get close to David. Yeah. Your jersey's a onesie. <laughs> the zipper on the back. Why does your teammate look like Muammar Gaddafi? <laughs> <laughs> Did he just kiss you on the head? <laughs> uh, so yeah, his first season uh, littered with hepatitis and constant partying. Um, his uh, first coach at the club, this man Udo Latek, uh, obviously didn't have a great relationship. Uh, and once left for a match uh, without Maradona, without his number 10. Again, the number 10 being a, a very uh, infamous number to be given uh, because he didn't arrive at the team bus on time. Oh, man. So he was just fed up with him. He's like, we're just going to play without you if you don't show up. Uh, and while the player was sidelined with the hepatitis illness, <laughs> uh, the team would struggle and were knocked out of the Cup Winner's Cup and 
uh, Latek eventually was replaced in the dugout by Caesar Louis Minotti, uh, who I believe, I'm pretty sure, is the uh, the hairy one. Oh, the hairy the, one. The chain oh. smoker. Let me ask you something. So this might be a little bit of a spoiler, and you can tell me if no, it is. Please. You don't have to answer. If, but um, does Barcelona infamously hate Maradona because of this? Ooh. Um, it doesn't seem that way. I, I would say with current fans, mm-hmm. probably not. They look back on him with more fonder okay. uh, memories just because of his overall career. But I would say early on, definitely not happy. Right. Okay. You know? just yeah, making... No, yeah. that's fair. As a family, as coming from a family of Mets fans, I look back fondly at Daryl Stra- Strawberry. He would show up <laughs> on crack to play baseball. That's good, though. Yeah, he but showed I, up. Yeah, at least he showed up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Great comparison. The <laughs> athletes are our heroes. They're role models. They are. Sure. Uh, yeah. As we learn. As we learn. Um, so, yeah. Uh, without their star player, uh, Barcelona would fall too far in the league to fight for the title, um, but would end up winning uh, the Copa del Rey, another you know tournament within Spain, and beating Real Madrid, their rivals. Um, and, again, El Palusa, the hairy one, had a much better relationship. Uh, with uh, Maradona than the previous manager. So things were kind of gelling, right? They hired someone that they knew would work with yeah. Maradona, someone that wouldn't butt heads. Um, and because of Maradona's partying lifestyle, the, uh, the manager would have uh, training scheduled uh, in the afternoons and evenings <laughs> to accommodate Maradona <laughs> sleeping late in the morning. That's good coaching. Yeah. Just work, work around your guy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if, he's, if you're putting that much money into him, why not? Yeah, and he's that good. Yeah, five million kiddo. Um, sure, he isn't a vampire. <laughs> they wanted to have garlic around him on the field. That's why he was so good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just doing like front flips. They're like, is that Jared Leto? Yeah, I was yeah. thinking like Blade. Like he just shows up in a trench coat, like a leather trench coat. Ooh. Like, I'm ready to play soccer. <laughs> Let's kick some ball, y'all. <laughs> catching his, catching the Oakleys being thrown uh, from the stands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stabbing a player in the chest, and they're like, "All right, yellow card." But like, come on, stop <laughs> play doing on, that. Play, play on, on that play on. Yeah, rule. you did it cool. So it's only a yellow card. <laughs> Just don't talk shit about me. <laughs> um. So, uh, we have this uh, other team in uh, the Spanish league called Athletic Bilbao. Um, they won the league uh, in Diego's first year in Spain. You know, he was out with hepatitis, so he's like, "Ah, how dare they win when I'm getting the sex on." Um, <laughs> I'm going to need to fuck some horse to get these athletics out of my head. I'm so mad. I'm so mad I might bust an angry nut. So mad at these monies they give me. <laughs> these uh, hepatitis. <laughs> Darn you, hepatitis. If it wasn't for you. Damn hepatitis. Dude, um, is he going to pull the mask off of hepatitis? Is it going to be AIDS? I mean, like a Scooby-Doo? Sadly, Ooh. we don't. We don't follow. I don't think this is the Magic Johnson script. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. It could be. It could be. <laughs> yeah, close. He's towing the line. Honestly, mm. um, in some of the games against Athletic O Bilbao, he would end up going against this guy named the Butcher of Bilbao. This guy Edoni Goicoteta. I don't know why, but any guy that sounds proper. Yeah, there's yeah, so many nicknames. I've realized... The hairy one, the butcher of Bill Bow. Yeah, 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 I gotta throw right. the nickname. The I Little mean, my, Onions. My little father-in-law onions. told me, like, he... We 
in America and like England, we're the only people who know last names of people. Like everywhere else, it's like you know a first name at best, but most people have a nickname. Right. So like all of his childhood friends, he didn't know their last names. A lot of them, he didn't know their friends. And they were all like mean names. It's good. You know, there was like a fat kid. He was Gordo. <laughs> and then there was like a guy who was missing a leg. They call him Limpy or something yeah. like that. Well, I, and they were just like, that's what you, like, you would go to a town and be like, hey, where's Limpy at? He's just like, he's over there. Everyone knows him. Like, <laughs> Everyone knows Limpy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Latin it's American like, countries are just like. There's always, all the, always Brazilian uh, football players who just have the one name. Yeah. And my yeah. favorite one ever is still Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Hulk. Yeah, oh. I mean, I named Hulk. he's still playing. Yeah, but that's a real thing. That's like you know, I'm hearing it firsthand that all like his childhood best friend. He doesn't know his last name. He's How do you look him up on Facebook? He's limpy. Yeah, he's all oh, oh, limpy. Now they have like WhatsApp oh, groups wow. with just like their name, like. <laughs> um, and, and it's funny too because when he came over here, like. Um, Gab started calling me Tamachi because, you know, my name's Tom. I don't know if you guys have been listening. And it's like, tomato. (laughs) And she calls me Tamachi. It's just Mm -hmm. like a thing. But, like, my father-in-law is just like, hey, you might, like, offend him. (laughs) calling him that. I'm just like, no, I think it's hilarious. Like, I don't care that I'm not actually a tomato. But uh, he's like, yeah, they don't do that in America. Is your wife wife referring to your balls? They're very red (laughs) the last time I saw them. Yeah, well... Still red. How recent? <laughs> Still red. <laughs> when was the last checkup? <laughs> Thanks to my wife, recently. Mm. <laughs> Oi. Um, so, yeah, the reason I bring up this butcher of Bill Bow, so the first season, plagued with hepatitis, second season, uh, clashes with the butcher of Bill Bow, um, who ends up breaking Diego Maradona's ankle. Oh, jeez. Uh, this would, uh, they say... Uh, this tackle pops up a lot as one of the worst challenges in the history of football. Yeah. Yeah, just this, violent aggression. That bad. All this right. guy is literally worse than Douglas Haig. He's more of a butcher. <laughs> <He's>, yeah. <laughs> forget right. forget the million dead on the Somme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Diego Maradona Go broke his one ankle. Argentinian with a fucked up ankle. And he's like, how dare you? He's the butcher. <laughs> he hurt my ankle. Um, so, yeah, now he's, again, a second season, incapable of helping his team. Uh, he would return to the pitch. He had revenge in his sights. Uh, so coming back from this horrific injury, he scores twice for Barcelona to beat Atletico Bilbao 2-1. Uh, and it wouldn't be enough to claim the league title. Um, they would retain their crown. Maradona's battle with Bilbao was only heating up. Uh, there's, this is good buildup. Uh, they would meet in the Copa del Rey final, again, a cup within uh, Spain uh, at the end of the season in what would be the players' final outing for the club. Uh, Atletico, Bill Bauer, once again, the opponents and victors claiming a 1-0 win. And at the end of this encounter, Diego Maradona exploded. Uh, him, as well as several Atletico, Bill Bauer, uh players uh, throughout the game were getting nasty tackles into one another. Abuse. As soon as the final whistle was blown, players were taunting each other and Maradona would just jump at players, just flying kicks. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, Jack Shandom? Yes. <laughs> For some reason, any time, whether it's today or way back then, if soccer players get in a fight, they run at each other, jump, and just start kicking. Well, it's like what they, they know. Yeah, you know? it's what they know. Yeah. It's yeah. also their legs are ginormous. The thighs <laughs> right. are like tanks. They don't use their arms. Like, that's not part of their profession. Yeah, yeah it's all about balance. So. Yeah. But it's like yeah. going to the zoo and watching birds fight. 
<laughs> like it's kind of weird. You're like, uh, I'm used to hands being thrown. I'm like, also imagining like the way kangaroos fight, where they do like the jump, yeah, kind chest of like kick, yeah, like that'd be really good <laughs> from a soccer player. They they probably feel ashamed. Like that's there is no usage of arms. They're <laughs> yeah. just like, oh, just don't look at my, <laughs> don't look yeah. at my baby arms. Yeah, like, yeah. All of them have massive foot fetishes because they don't want to look at your hands. I'm just no, saying, no, I want to look at those sexy hands. fucking jacked feet. Well, they're not exactly at the gym. Like, they don't go to the gym and beef up or do, like, you know, MMA on the side, these guys. So why not use the leg? That's all. Yeah. Use yeah. The, use, sweep the leg. Yeah. Sweep the leg, Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> Jack Chan him. Jet Lee him. <laughs> now, so, okay. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, this the game would, again, Atletico Bilbao won the game. Uh, huge uh, uh fight um for his part in this uh this fight maradona would be handed a three-month ban oh uh from the spanish football federation uh that they say he never served uh because he would end up moving uh to italy to play for a team uh napoli uh and what would end up being probably uh not only one of the historic uh parts in his career but also for this italian club um they talk about this. I, I watched the, um, what's his face? Um, Gaddafi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's up, uh, Bill Simmons? Oh, okay. Bill Simmons. Yeah. Uh, he did the uh, documentary on Maradona on HBO. Oh, okay. And it was solely focused on his time in Napoli. It's it's phenomenal. Um, they they talk about it like it was a perfect pairing, like it was a match made in heaven. This Argentinian guy. Uh, in Italy, so, was the guy where they're saying like he was kind of like an ice cream? There was chocolate, vanilla, strawberry, all together. Yeah, Dove chocolate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was it was bubbly. Dude, um, this is the best bubbly carbonated candy bars. <laughs> <laughs> well, we joke about like the Germans being in Argentina, which there are a lot of Germans. Mm, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's that. Yeah. yeah. It's, not, it's, it's a joke because joke. it's also a little true. But That's why um, it's funny. The first huge wave of immigration to Argentina was Italians. Um, and, like, I think there were more Italians going to Argentina than the U.S. at one point. Yeah. So, like, you'll find, like, a bunch of the generals in the Falklands War. That's how I learned about this. They all have super Italian names. But they're these Argentinian, like, Yunta military guys. So you're still telling yeah. me one of the suburbs of Buenos Aires, Aires is uh, Howard Beach? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. Well, uh, that just makes me think of, um, uh, like, Long Island also has had, you know, a fair share of uh, Nazi families. <laughs> uh, and one of, one of my friends uh, bought a house, not, I don't remember what town, somewhere out east. Uh-huh. But we went and visited... And they just got the place, so they got to renovate. And you go to the basement, and there's a swastika carved in the floor of the basement. <laughs> and then you realize the light fixtures all have like a like an eagle. Oh my god! Is it Corum? <laughs> it sounds like Corum. It's it's Fran- I, I'll have to double check, yeah. but uh, I've I've only been over there a handful of times. But each time we're with new people, and I just go. Hey, show him the swastika. <laughs> did you get rid of the swastika yet? Did you, did you like, give him right. the Nazi? Show him the Nazi room. Bro, you know how hard it is to replace floor because you can't just do one room. You gotta do like the whole house, dude. And also, the Nazis are tricky. You seen that swastika forest? You don't even see that. You see it like one day a year. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the swastika forest. You've never seen that? No, I've heard about oh, it. Oh yeah, it's it. crazy. It's amazing. But um, 
Yeah, I mean, what what do you expect though? You know, just there's yeah. a lot of conflict happening <laughs> over here. You fly over to a place where they have beaches and shit. Yeah. It's <laughs> awesome. <a> beach. <laughs> of course, you got to get an influx. <laughs> I also like this method of oh, you're gonna ban me for three months, so well, I'm gonna go to a different country. <laughs> yeah. I'm out. <laughs> I so I don't know anything about the the city of Napoli, mm-hmm. but I'm assuming because it was a fer- perfect fit for this guy that it's garbage. Well, it's it's Naples, well, right? That's what the it's yeah yeah, they, okay. yeah. I know it's the same thing. Right. I I I know the naming conventions. I but I've never <laughs> been there. And uh, wait, we went to Naples. No, we didn't. I thought we were in Naples that time. No, we were children. That was no. Naples, Florida, Travis. No, we were oh, in Naples. All right. Yeah, that, they had really good bath salts there. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, we were in um, Milan, Tuscany. Mulan. Uh, Mulan. We were in Mulan. Yeah, let's <laughs> okay. move on. Ooh. All right. It doesn't matter where we were. All I'm saying is that, like, Italy is the kind of place where you look at it in film, and it's either the most beautiful thing in the world but 75% of the time, it's just shit. It's garbage. It's like these towns made under Mussolini. It's just like... Oh, it's southern Italy. That's all you need to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, <laughs> the furthest down we went was Rome. And Rome oh, is shit. Rome is yeah. a garbage oh, town. Man. That you hurts. like Rome? I would like to go. That was Not like anymore. a place... Nah. No, no you I should would, go. It's great. Basically. It's garbage. Garbage I is nice. I should experience garbage in another country. I yeah. would go again, though. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's not for me. I just it's better than it's Howard Beach. <laughs> All right, if I have to gauge where Rome is, it's better it's than Howard Beach. Howard Beach. It's a good review to add. <laughs> That's their new motto. Rome, yeah. better, better than, than Howard, Howard Beach. Beach. <laughs> uh, so I'm glad you mentioned this, uh, uh, Naples being garbage. Uh, because, yeah, he would find a team, city, and public that endured the same problems as he did growing up. Uh, you know, dysfunctional, downtrodden, but it was a hugely passionate city especially when it came to football, right? Um, these cities in Europe obsessing over their local team um, and the people there, they suffered from mass poverty, unemployment, organized crime, shocker. Um, you tell me were... Italians are into crime? I <laughs> Honestly, I Allegedly. wrote this and it's the first time I'm hearing it. <laughs> uh... Dude, I always thought uh, Martin Scorsese were writing fantasy novels. I mean, I thought he was going to do the next Star Wars trilogy the way he's been doing in his career. He's just no, he's stuff tr- he's holding out for a Marvel deal. <laughs> so, <laughs> have you, has anyone seen The Irishman? No, I've seen I, clips of it. Yeah, and I've, I've cl- seen it. You've seen it? Yeah. I, yeah, it's one of those I, I think movies I saw it. Came, what, like four years ago, five years ago? Something yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I, I, It's just like one of these things I'm like, I'm never going to watch this. <laughs> well, it's my favorite director. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. lo- you know, I love Goodfellas. I love Casino. It actually like, was pretty good, I think. I just can't watch it. It's four fucking hours. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm over it. Like, it's Casino tough. was the most I could do. I yeah. just seen the, the video of De Niro, um, this is in quotes, kicking yes. someone. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> I've heard about that. It looks, like, it looks like De Niro is in more pain than the guy on the ground. <laughs> hey. Well, that, that, it was like around the same time that they filmed that was when he was like threatening to kick Trump's ass on CNN, which was just like, yeah. De Niro, please stop. Just stop. <laughs> Go put on big sunglasses and yeah. make sports bets. Like, that's what you're doing now. Yeah. He's like, if I see that guy on the street, I'm going to kick his ass. I'm from I'm a real New Yorker. You know, we pay taxes. I'm like, dude. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> Robert, you have not paid taxes in 25 years, probably. Yeah. 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 Do another bad grandpa. Come on. Yeah. Stay in your lane. Find a true calling. Analyze your own dick. <laughs> Stay at home. Yeah. After hearing about the story of Naples, 
he said, I want to become the idol of the poor children of Naples because they are like I was when I lived in Buenos Aires. Uh, he would say on his first day as a player. He nice. made that announcement. Was he, did he have a little white powder on his nose while saying? <laughs> Probably. Covered in he, coke going, I want to be like poor, like a poor kid. <laughs> I want him to look it, up to me. If, if he really wanted to help out with like poor kids, he should have gotten played in China or Italy, uh, India. <laughs> you know, like, not like, you know. Yeah, the only difference is that I had papooses and you got pizzas. <laughs> they both start with P. We're not so different, you and I. <laughs> um. So uh, looking into the transfer, uh, so the guy who traveled to Barcelona to negotiate Maradona's signing uh, was this guy, Antonio Giuliano. Sorry, no nickname. Um, he was... Rudy? Giuliano? <laughs> Giuliani? <laughs> we got one for you. Yeah. You might be there. There we go. <laughs> Antonio Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> uh, so he was from the slums of Naples himself. He played for the team for 15 years. Um, and he almost like prophetically told Maradona that he would be a living God if he joined Napoli. Cause he said, if a player of your caliber came to our team, uh, the people would die for you. Mm. Like to have a talent like that. That's awesome. Nice. Feed him to uh, God complex. Oh yeah. yeah. Again, young <laughs> Disney child yeah. to the max. Corey yeah. Feldman. That's... <laughs> What's um, going on? Iowa city, Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, this this came even more apparent that the people would die for him. So what happened was Giuliano Giuliani uh, would agree a world record fee to sign the Argentine. Um, and the Barcelona president at the last minute demanded an extra 500,000 for the deal to go through. Um, this troubling because Napoli, you know, poor, uh, slum stricken, you know, just dealing with all of that. Um, it was kind of a struggle to come up with that. But the people of Naples responded by making collections in the street. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's culty behavior. Yeah. <laughs> Again, they yeah. would die for him. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, from the crowded tenements of the Spanish quarters to the uh, Camorra run district, uh, everywhere in Naples pooled together uh, to make sure that the deal was done and they're getting this Argentinian God play. Just like, if they had done a fourth of that effort to like bring in an electrical engineer and make sure that they had electricity in the house, it's like, yeah, yeah. I'm just, just picturing people in the South Bronx like going around with hats being like, we got to get the Yankees a new left fielder. Yeah. We got to get the Yanks a new lefty. I'm thinking like the tiny Tim of Italy, and he's like, I don't have any money, but I have three slices of pepperoni. Oh, please, can I get it? It's definitely a weird. Thing. I mean, just like put any other sport there. Yeah. Like we need a. We're gonna go rally in the streets. We're gonna do bake sales. We're gonna do car washes, all that shit, so we can put Argentina's best dart player on our <laughs> local team. I mean, the amount of dads that would be so active in their child's like cookie sales, lemonade sales would just yeah. soar through yeah. the roof. Yeah. That's a good meant, point. If yeah. it meant keeping Aaron Judge at Yankee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, son, I wish you'd get this involved in carpentry, but if you want to make brownies, uh, that's fine by me. As long as the proceeds. It's about proceeds. We don't call them profits. We call them proceeds. <laughs> Tax too much water to the lemonade. We need so, to make sure he stays in pinstripes. So, so Diego Mar Maradona, he's like, is he, is he have like any influence on the strong arming of the signage? Uh, no. Yeah, okay. he has no weight whatsoever. Barcelona's probably 
you know, bitter as hell because, you know, the seasons that they got with him were duds. So he's not even doing any strong art. It's all the middlemen. Yes. Yeah. Because at this point, it's just money going to the other club. He's not really getting anything. Um, so he's, you know, bowled over at the fact that, you know, the fans themselves are pooling this money together. Uh, you know, he says, I felt like they truly loved me. Um, and he said it was a crazy city. He felt that they were crazier than him. Uh, <laughs> uh and he said everything about Naples reminded him of his origins, whether it's uh, hunger strikes, uh, people chaining themselves to fences, um, begging for him to come, uh, and he didn't want to let them down. Uh, and the hysteria of his presentation uh, as a player of Napoli, uh, so this is 1984 now, uh, he arrived, as they say, from the heavens of Naples' blue summer sky. He showed up in helicopter uh, <laughs> to the stadium, and it was full of... <laughs> 70,000 fans just for this man to show up. That was the first time a helicopter ever flew to Naples also. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, so imagine that one kid you know who's from like Lebanon or something on Long Island who just really wants to be Italian. You know, he talks like, <laughs> yeah, I'm from Long Island, obviously. <laughs> don't, don't ask my heritage. <laughs> and it's just like, that's 70,000 of them, of that guy. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They, wow. um, they were all uh, chanting, Ho visto Maradona? which is just, I saw Maradona. They just wanted to be able to say they saw him in Napoli. I'm the, but I'm imagining this, like, 90-year-old uh, guy named Giuseppe who's lived through World War One and World War II, uh, and he's like, what is everyone doing today? And he just, like, goes down to this crowd, and he's like, oh, is the boy coming? <laughs> by, by the boy arrived? This is the happiest I've been since I saw them hang Mussolini in person. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I finally seen the boy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, to make things even better. So there's the fanaticism. There's 70,000 fans. He shows up in just a white T-shirt and jeans. <laughs> um, and he's just walking around, um, again, encircled, surrounded by journalists and cameramen. Uh, chance of just ole, 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 Diego. What, what year is this again? This is 1984. Okay, so it's very similar to the the treatment John Cougar Mellencamp was getting. Similar <laughs> <laughs> outfit, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was probably like, I got to show up. And he's just like, how should I dress? And someone like, John Cougar Mellencamp. And he's like, all right, I got it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah he waved. He blows kisses. Uh, they put on a pyrotechnic display. That and this 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 article said it would rival the eruption of Mount Vesuvius itself. <laughs> this was so, just like a like a some little bias, just a little bit. steel drum of gasoline. That they <laughs> yeah, whatever they fire. could afford. Yeah, like, yeah. We, we we burned a villa behind him. Uh, There's eight families inside. They were all like, oh, thank God. Uh, <laughs> um. So let's see. Yeah, with a Napoli scarf around his neck. He addressed his doting faithful. Good evening, uh, Neapolitans. I have, uh, I'm very happy to be with you, were his first words. Um, he does, for some reason, uh, uh, especially in like Europe, when a player is shown off, for some reason, Spain and Italy, they're put in the center of a stadium. And then, again, just like the halftime, halftime show, they just have to juggle the ball for a little bit. <laughs> and he's and people it. are like, yeah, he's, he's doing us. it in jeans and a yeah, t-shirt. Jeans and a t-shirt. I mean, he's experienced. He's ex yeah, 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 yeah. He spent his youth just kind of <laughs> that's, hitting a ball. That's what he meant by, like, this isn't the returning to my roots is he's the halftime show again. Yeah, it's just <laughs> yeah. like my roots. Yeah. Yeah. There's the one guy in the corner that's got the gritty mask. And he's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's like, I'm not him anymore. 
Um, but yeah, and then just like a like a true rock star, he boots the ball into the crowd and then just yells out, come on, Napoli. Uh, so already first appearances, high expectations. Uh, he's feeling like a living God himself. There's no way this will go to his head. <laughs> yeah. No, oh, no way. No I way. assure you the guy who caught that ball is now a quadriplegic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, yeah. three boys were yeah. curb stomped for yeah. that ball. <laughs> yeah. Has anyone seen uh, The Boys? Uh, the first season. Oh, man. I, damn it. <laughs> I was going to say, like, Homelander kills a guy, and then just people go, Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> He's amazing. He's our guy. He's our guy. Um. So yeah, uh, basically the guy that tried to sign him said he would be prophetic, and it already seems true. Um, what uh, Napoli were in football terms, they were closer to a lower division uh, than they were in the the top league. Um, you know, he thought he was going to suffer a lot, but he also knew that you know the harder something is, the more he would like it. He liked the challenge. He's also getting paid more, correct, for playing on a less like. Is the expectations are still lower because of where he's at. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's amazing. They were, yeah. They were like, hey, anything you do will be fantastic, I'm sure. I would yeah, say that like, any day. It's like Kenny Powers. You know, he's, he's uh... <laughs> It's like every drum, like jazz drummer in the world when they're asked to play with like a pop artist. Yeah. They're like, oh, you got to pay me 10 times what I made last year to play with like Janet Jackson. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, so they're so they're describing it as like a team that's struggling, but then they're they're listing some of the players and they're legendary. So it's like he actually had a good team around them, but they uh, they still believe that they wouldn't have won anything uh, without him. Um, <laughs> so at the time, uh, so the Italian league is called Serie A. Uh, it was the strongest and richest in the world at this time. Uh, every team from the top to the bottom boasted some world-class players. Um, you know, uh, I don't know for anybody that knows soccer, but like uh, Michael Platini or uh, Rude Gullit. Um, I know Platini because he was the head of FIFA for a while. Yeah, corruption. <laughs> yeah. Back at it. Um, Crosby, so yeah. Stills, Nash. Yeah, there we go. Young. <laughs> Young. Um, yeah, so what it would end up happening is... Uh, he would inspire a team who had only won two uh, league cups in 60 years of history. Um, he would end up getting them to win two league cups, a UEFA cup, and another Italian cup. Um, and in doing so, he would produce moments of genius. Uh, you know, they, there's highlights of a, of, of a volleyed lob that was 40 yards away or a hat trick against a rival. Um, the guy had a stellar career at Napoli. Um, and those who played with or against him uh, believed he was the greatest footballer at the time. Literally, even if you were against him, you're like, ah, oh, this guy's So already amazing. it's like the legend is set. Pretty he's set, He's like the yeah. best player in the world he's, by now. He's the best. The best opponent uh, I ever played against, someone named, uh, well, if anybody knows, Paolo Maldini, one of like the famous Italian uh, defenders. Uh, he said, the things I could do with a football, he could do with an orange. <laughs> Um, wow. Yeah. What did Rocco Sifredi say? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just assume Rocco Sifredi is like the Diego Maradona of porn. <laughs> it's just like, man, the things that that man can do. He did do a lot of things that he should with his hands. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of things. <laughs> Well, Rocco donated all of his um, earnings in order to get Diego to the team. 
Oh, oh yeah, he's from Naples. <laughs> sure. Wow. He's from Naples. Naples. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Um, so yeah, uh, watching Maradona live was like uh, to a lot of people at this time a mystical experience. It's like going to see, you know, Kobe Bryant be able to perform. Try to think of another modern day example of just Joe like Biden your, give a speech. Mike, uh, <laughs> Michael Jordan probably. Yeah, yeah, Michael yeah. Jordan, yeah. I was just thinking. I think they're going to call Joe Biden the Great Orator. I think that's going to be his nickname. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think that that. Uh, I think the internet took that away from us. Yeah, uh, the idea oh, yeah. of like having those kind of icons, the must like, see, the, yeah, must the, go the living to. legends. Yeah. And shit. that's true. Because everyone's just yeah. getting shit on all, all the time. You know, it's like. Um, not that I care, but it's like everything's so bland because yeah. everyone's fantastic at everything. You know, like look at this, look at this. Uh, you spend like one minute on YouTube, and your algorithm shouldn't have anything that's going to serve you high school basketball, but it will. Yeah, and I'll be like, look at this fourteen-year-old boy, and it's like, <laughs> I don't want it. Look, I don't look fucking want it. I'm like. I only know LeBron James and his feet. Like, that's what I think is amazing. His weird feet. It's not even how he plays. Just his weird feet. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I'd have, I would pay to have a root beer float with Shaq. Wow. I, w- I would prefer Charles Barkley. Yeah, I was going to say, give uh, me Chuck. Yeah. I, I was going to say, I'm, I'm, I'm with Travis. I'm more of a Shaq man myself. Your team Shaq? Really? Uh, easily Shaq. team Shaq, yeah. Mm. Shaq but over Chuck. Chuck is funnier. I don't know. Oh, Shaq's, Shaq's pretty like funny. Time. That's yeah. just terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shaq makes me giggle. Charles Barkley has hit more women. <laughs> uh, we don't know that. <laughs> Allegedly. Well, Allegedly. he said it from his own mouth. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I think that's funny. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, also fair point. Like the idea that back then you had to travel to see little boys and now you could just go on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to serve this shit. Yeah, sometimes you had to that's buy a the, ticket. That's the glory of the Roman Catholic Church. They come to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Fresh yeah, batch. Yeah, but I, I really don't think that we have that sensation anymore. Yeah. Like, there really is no I idea. think other things come close, but they don't last as long because then people just get cynical about it. Well, yeah, that that's part of it, too. Yeah. Like You can't go out and be like, like back then it used to be, um, and, and I'm saying this from my own like i i was being born at this time i don't mm. actually know but there seemed to be a camaraderie around like michael jordan being like yeah. that figure he yeah. was and now it's just people like talking shit about people so much yeah. more than actually just enjoying what they're doing dude you know, the world is just becoming blackpilled <laughs> <laughs> i mean uh, yeah in a yeah, way yeah, the like, internet is blackmailing the world <laughs> yeah <laughs> so um can't keep getting away with this <laughs> what they are yeah no i wish i wish i experienced Insert something pill. like that but like okay here's an example like just the niche world of like technical death metal that i like mm-hmm. there's people talking shit like no one's just going oh wow they put out a really great album this year it's like a billion people talking shit before this amazing amazing album yeah it's yeah. like oh, i don't like the way they recorded their drums on this and it's like um <laughs> And that relates to everything, you know, people just have to, talk. and we talk, I mean, the whole point of this show is to talk shit, but it's almost like, <laughs> um, because it's in a historical context, it's a little more fun. 
Yeah, I mean, if I was about back now, constantly. Yeah. yeah, I mean, back then I'd be like, I want to see Maradona, Wonder Boy, Wonder no. Boy. <laughs> hey, I mean, I like that team, but I want to see that boy kick one in there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, the world did stop with that kid that yodeled in Walmart. <laughs> Everyone that loved that ruled. kid. Yeah, that yeah. little kid ruled. He's probably Ooh. 14 and a half now. So you got to think about time. You know, time goes so yeah, quick. He's probably got two kids. I think no. Yeah. I think he works at a subway now. Does he? Yeah, he's like, I think it blew up on social media. He's oh. like, hey, let me make you a sandwich. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. See, so that does Sorry. exist, Tom. That kid is the Maradona of, of yodeling in, <laughs> in the sandwich. <laughs> yeah. Can you yodel into my meatball sub? Yeah. Can, you, yeah. can you do a little Hank Williams at my, uh, yeah, my yeah. spinach? <laughs> it's like, oh, I think I saw a few tears. You're going to have to remake that one. It's <laughs> <laughs> no shit you can talk about that kid. <laughs> Well, I'll, I digress. I've been drinking, so all of a sudden I have a feeling of nostalgia I've never experienced. Oh, wow. So basically I feel like I've been watching Stranger Things. Oh. That's all. Oh. Continue. Don't worry, Tom. We'll try and recapture that. You I've, never smoked, I've never smoked a cigarette in an arcade before. <laughs> I just want to do it. I've never done it before. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, so yeah, to, to go with the accolades that are hailed uh, to him from, again, all these other players... There'll never be anyone like Maradona, not even Messi, uh, if he won three World Cups or score a bicycle kick from midfield. Uh, Hector Enrique, who was Maradona's teammate when he almost single-handedly took Argentina to World Cup glory uh, eventually in 1986. Um, you know, again, as I said, watching him was like a mystical experience, something that's lost today. His on-field exhibition, uh, such as uh, a 1989 UEFA Cup semifinal against Bayern Munich, massive German team. Um, for three minutes, he captivated the entire stadium uh, just from pre-match warm-ups. Just like, oh. the, again, halftime. See, that's like, very Michael Jordan. Yeah. Like, people would get to the arena like an hour early to watch Jordan do shoot-around. And play with Bugs Bunny in Was he playing in Munich when... Uh, so Olympia Stadium, I believe, was their stadium at the time. So yeah, I think they're in Germany. So if he's in Munich, I mean, like the you know the yeah. fucking stiff collars, well, you know, <laughs> see how the boy plays. We want to see the boy. Yeah. Just, yeah. My cousin down in Argentina says he's real good. <laughs> Why is he so good? He's not blonde. Yeah. <laughs> Must have got mixed in their blood somewhere. He's, he's so short. This is one of Mangala's experiments. <laughs> He's done it again. It, it, it's just like a different, um, the South American versus the German approach to like how you observe something. Yeah, you know, like one is church and the other one is in the lab. Like it's very yeah. sterile. It's just like watch well, it, how he it's kicks. almost it's like you know Southern Baptist versus Catholic. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it's like getting in on the celebrations, and the other one's like very regimented. Like yeah, now we well, stand one can we have, serve. Now one, we sit down. One consumes way much more beef, and the other one consumes more pork. <laughs> True. Yeah, it's all about beef eating. I mean, real. Re well, back to Barcelona. Yeah. It's like they don't know what any other animal is. They just slaughtering pigs. Yeah. They love that shit. Why eat anything else? Shit's tight. Pigs and seafood. Um. Yeah. So, again, he's pulling off these tricks. The game hasn't even started yet. Ball juggling, tricks, flicks, and dance moves to the sound of Opus's 1985 hit. Uh, is it Live Is Life? Or Live Is Life? I don't know. I don't know I don't this know. opus. I don't know this song, yeah. Man, me either. But apparently he was playing to it and the crowd was going fucking nuts to a song I've never heard before. It was probably like 
progressive in genre. Yeah. You know, Germans love their progressive. A little prog rock. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Time <laughs> signatures, yeah. <laughs> the German oh, rush. Juggling. Do you hear the craftsmanship? It's so good. <laughs> Great quality. Uh, so yeah, and funny enough, although as enjoyable as his pre-match warm-up, uh, the game would end 2-2. Two, two. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but they would win on aggregate for scoring uh, two in the other game uh, to qualify for the final where they would end up beating uh, another German team, uh, Stuttgart, for their first and only ever European honor. Was so, that uh, really the reason why they won, or was it just because he did really good juggling with his balls? <laughs> Give it to the juggle man. Well, the other, the other team was distracted because they didn't do any uh, tactical adjustments at halftime. They just watched the halftime show. Yes. Right. Yeah, they yeah. watched the boy. Yeah, they watched the boy. Yeah. Yeah. They watched him and smoked a pack sweat. of cigarettes. Uh, maybe that's it. He wasn't that great of a football player. He was just really distracting. <laughs> just always catching people off guard. Oh, Dude, he's a Chris thing. Angel of soccer. <laughs> Mind freak. <laughs> I'm just thinking David Blaine. David Blaine, how do I get up here? <laughs> Put me down. <laughs> Dude, so I went, I told you guys before, I went to go see Louis C.K. this week. And like, while me and Mike were walking to our seats, I saw David Cross. Um, and he was like coming out of some VIP booth and he just walked past me. And I'm sure he didn't like this, but I was just like, yeah, David Cross. <laughs> <laughs> and I told Gab that. And she was just like, oh, the magician. <laughs> Chris Angel and David Blaine together. It's like what? It's quite the fusion. Yeah, and took me a second too because I was like, I thought Arrested Development. I was just like, no, the other guy was (laughs) Job is the magician. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I guess distraction goes a long way. Yeah, yeah. Well, so we're gonna pick up, I think, at the 1986 World Cup for part two. All right, we're still in the 80s. Still in the 80s. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. So we, uh, Richie, thanks. This is this uh, is thorough. An incredible amount of work you've done as a guest. Oh yeah. 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 I like work. Who doesn't? Well, you've (laughs) shot yourself in the foot. You have to come back because we can't run. Yeah, you can't. You can't escape. Well, I mean. As as any letter Kenny fan, you know, Sundays are for picking stones. Yeah. And I decided to write twenty five pages on a weekend. <laughs> no, it's awesome. This is a lot of fun. I, I don't know anything about this cat other than I I just like him. Sounds like a cool boy. Yeah. It's a yeah, cool it sounds boy. like a boy that knows how to play with balls really well. <laughs> Yeah, he kills it. Yeah, thank you, Richie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And if uh, on the next week's episode you don't hear Richie's voice, it's because he's no longer friends with me. Ah. So. <laughs> he's, he's run out from all this work that he's had to do. What's happening between now and then? <laughs> so you, you realize how much work he just put in. <laughs> We're going to do a soccer show now. Ah, the next shit. 100 episodes of Rose Mortem. You're going to run me out of my biz. <laughs> Dude, was Pele a dick? Uh, I mean, he's got to be. He's yeah, got no, a little bit I, of a nah, He was nice as hell. I heard Pele's just like a chill-ass dude. Yeah. Well, no, I, I know his architect. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, uh, I mean, we'll get into it, but Maradona and Pele hated each other. Or at least Maradona did. Beef. Because well, Pele's so wholesome. You know, He's like the Ziggy Marley of fucking <laughs> football. Yeah. How dare you be so cool and suave and peaceful? Yeah. Yeah, and then All meanwhile, right. Maradona is basically like, Bob! righteous yeah yeah i love it and eventually just like harvey weinstein just like crazy dick and balls at the end of it oh yes right right wait is that a thing 
Yeah. What wow. I think that was in that was in court or something. They like described. Yeah, they described his dick. Oh, Harry like, Weinstein's yeah. actual yeah. ball is in dick. Yeah. Well, it had fallen off. Which wild, <laughs> yeah. wild. But you just fuck too many hot ashes. I mean, you know, it should turn you off to hot people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Run ragged. Right, uh, Travis. Listen. You need to close the show. Richie, no, thank you so much. For I doing do this, the you, I do you, the intro. No, you <laughs> intro it. You need to outro it. All right. Thank you for listening to Roast Worm Cast. You can go find us at roastwormcast at patreon.com slash roastwormcast or roastwormcast.com. Follow us on our socials. Thank you, everyone. I'm yeah, not good at Patreon. closing. I never want to leave. I would cry when I was a child when I just end things. Well, cry. Give us money that we can give to proceeds to Mike. Yeah, we need <laughs> we need proceeds. Yeah, Mike needs Mike's money. Mike's doing fine. We need dot com. Yeah. We should do like in the arms of an angel, like the, the adoption thing when they show the the cats getting kicked. It was Mike. <laughs> just show the clip of him fucking up his knee. Yeah, over just and over show again. the pictures of his <laughs> of his knee scar. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> Danky Shane, everyone. Danky yeah, Shane, thanks, everyone. Rich. Thank See you, you next week. You.